0: thank you very much and so we begin today we're going to consider crucial wrestling lessons for our lives lessons in three dimensions by the end of this sermon You will each have some marching orders for better living your life from this time forward. So let's get to our story before learning our lessons. Yaakov has spent his life journeying from place to place, traveling all the way across the Fertile Crescent, from Canaan in the west to Iraq in the east. He has journeyed from life stage to life stage, from being single to having two wives and 11 children. And he is now a wealthy man. He has journeyed from immaturity to maturity as well. When he left Canaan 20 years earlier, he sought to bargain with God, telling God that if he would prosper him in his way, Jacob would reciprocate. He said this, If God will be with me and will guard me on this road that I am traveling, giving me bread to eat and clothes to wear so that I return to my father's house in peace, then Adonai will be my God. And this stone, which I have set up as a standing stone, will be God's house. And of everything that you gave me, I will faithfully return one-tenth to you," End quote. Now he returns after 20 years living with Levan and learning the hard lessons of life that he had to learn going from crisis to crisis in the shadow of his father-in-law. He has now moved from bargaining with God to throwing himself on his mercy. Jacob has matured, and now he is returning home. He receives word that his brother Esau is coming to meet him with 400 men. Yaakov is terrified. When he left home, his mother told him that his brother Esau was planning to kill him. Now, two decades later, esav is coming with 400 men along for the ride yaakov is terrified and so we read this then yaakov said god of my father Abraham and god of my father yitzchak Aronai, who told me return to your country and your kinsmen and i will do you good i'm not worthy of all the love and faithfulness you have shown your servants since i Crossed the, Jard- the Yardane with only my staff, but now I've become two camps. Please rescue me from my brother Asaph. I'm afraid of him, afraid he'll come and attack me, and without regard for the mothers or children. And he got up that night, he took his two wives, his two slave girls, and his 11 children, and he forded the Yabok. He took them and sent them across the stream. Then he sent his possessions across, and Yaakov was left alone. Then some man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he did not defeat Yaakov, he struck Yaakov's hip socket so that his hip was dislocated while wrestling with him. The man said, let me go because it's daybreak but Yaakov replied I won't let you go unless you bless me and the man asked well what is your name and he said Yaakov then the man said from now on you will no longer be called Yaakov but Israel because you have shown your strength to both God and man and have prevailed then Yaakov asked him please tell me your name and he answered why are you asking about my name? And he blessed him there. As mentioned, this account provides us with crucial wrestling lessons for our own lives. Lessons in three dimensions. Wrestling with ourselves, wrestling with others, and wrestling with the divine being. Rabbi Chaim Steinmetz reminds us that quote in order to overcome crisis we need to engage with all three relationships and look inward outward and upward so let's do that together because for each of us life is lived uh, or can be wasted in three dimensions so looking inward and wrestling with ourselves, we each need to find courage, just as Yaakov did. Life demands courage in things great and small. Torah commentators suggest that Yaakov was so frightened of meeting his brother Esau that he was going to run away. Rabbi Steinmetz reminds us how quote, God wanted to teach Yaakov the lesson of courage and sent an angel to prevent Yaakov from running away. After wrestling the whole night, Yaakov vanquishes the angel who offers Yaakov a new name, Israel, because Jacob has wrestled with God and with man and prevailed. The lesson Jacob teaches us about life is that we need to just jump in and wrestle we all have a lot more courage than we imagine, End quote. Let's look at that more deeply. The only way we learn to wrestle is by wrestling, and not by running away. When challenges come, perhaps we need to take them apart, break them up into small pieces. But surely, We need to take them on we each need to accept that life has its crises and challenges so let's all wrestle with what we have to face it is only by wrestling that we become better life wrestlers and improve how we handle its difficulties this is one of life's greatest rewards The second dimension of wrestling is wrestling with others. Sometimes we need to resist others, to wrestle with them when matters of righteousness, justice and truth are at stake. And sometimes we need to initiate the wrestling with others in order to cause someone to face what they need to face, resist what they need to resist, to change their way of thinking or to do what they ought to do or to refrain from doing what they want to do. This kind of wrestling with others is a part of life. We need to learn to fight hard. We need to learn to fight clean. And we also need to learn when to just let things go. And when not to engage at all. There are times when we should just leave it alone. As the song says, let it be. I find this happening all the time on Facebook, where I've already wasted too much time. And I'm now avoiding wasting too much time debating with people who have no intention of even imagining change. So learning when to engage is a most liberating skill. It is part of what it means to wrestle. Sometimes you grapple and sometimes you break the hold sometimes you sit down another kind of wrestling with others is learning to wrestle together with them in a partnership toward a higher goal this is not easy learning to work with others learning to work well with others learning to express one's opinion in a helpful manner learning to adjust one's own views in response to the views of others all of this takes work working together with others is hard work but when the cause is bigger than any one person it needs to be undertaken i'm sure you agree frankly it's difficult but it needs to be done and finally we come to wrestling with god chiefly wrestling with him in prayer wrestling with god is the highest compliment we can pay him it shows that we believe that he has something good for us and we are demanding that he act true to his promises and his character so as to accomplish good in the world the prophets majored in this requiring of god that he behave honorably and keep his word Abraham did that at Sodom and Gomorrah. Moses did that a number of times with God. This is wrestling with God, and this truly honors him. In the process of wrestling with God, as in physical wrestling, this our spiritual strength is demonstrated. And this wrestling not only demonstrates our strength, it makes us wiser and stronger we become better wrestlers by wrestling not by avoiding it so we should wrestle in a life of prayer such a life of prayer is our growing edge besides finding courage to wrestle with ourselves we handle crises by wrestling against them together with others And we've already learned that thinking of Adam and Eve, who, who, uh, who had to go out and work together to make a life in the world, after they left the garden. Nevertheless, they pressed on. Together they wrestled. And so they went on to have more children to build a long and livable life. There are things in life that we just can't handle alone. Thank God we don't have to. But we need to learn how to form strong alliances with others so that we can all make it through the night and as i said before the crises of life cause us to wrestle with god just recently i spoke with a godly messianic leader whose saintly wife is being treated now for cancer here they are after a long lifetime of service that has been of comfort to thousands fighting this battle in their senior years this is just one of the ways our faith is tested and when such people respond as job did and say though he slay me yet will i trust him angels bow and so should we. So the lesson for all of us this week is to learn how to wrestle with ourselves, find the courage to face the things we tend to avoid. The lesson is to learn how to cooperate with others whose help we need to do the things we cannot do alone. And finally, the lesson is to learn how to wrestle in prayer, telling God that we will not let him go until He blesses us and whatever situations we face in our journey to our own land of promise. The main reason we should always wrestle in three dimensions is that there's always a chance of a breakthrough. As in physical wrestling, you never know when something will shift and everything will change for the better. That's why you got to keep wrestling. Don't give up. Our text astonishes us by reminding us that this is what happens to Yaakov. In chapter 33 of Genesis, we read, Yaakov raised his eyes and looked out. And there was Esau coming and 400 men with him. So Yaakov divided the children between Leah, Rachel and the two slave girls putting the slave girls and their children first, Leah and her children second, and Rachel and Yosef last. Benjamin had not been born yet. Then he himself passed on ahead of them and prostrated himself on the ground seven times before approaching his brother. Asaph ran to meet him. He hugged him. He threw his arms around his neck. He kissed him, and they wept. And Asaph looked up, and on seeing uh, all of these people, on seeing the women and the children, he asked, Who are these with you? And Yaakov answered, The children God has graciously given to your servant. Then the slave girls approached their ch- with their children, and they prostrated themselves. Leah too and her children approached, and they prostrated themselves. And last came Yosef and Rachel, and they prostrated themselves. And Asaph asked, What's the meaning? Of this procession of droves I encountered, all these flocks and herds. And he answered, It was to win my Lord's favor. Asav replied, I have plenty already, my brother. Keep your possessions for yourself. Yaakov said, No, please. If now I have found your favor, then accept my gift. Just seeing your face has been like seeing the face of God. Now that you have received me, so please accept the gift I have brought you, for God has dealt kindly with me, and I have enough. Then he urged him until he accepted it. What a breakthrough. With the help of God, the God of Jacob, may may each of us keep wrestling in life with ourselves with others and with god the promise is that sometimes even often we will prevail and this is worth everything so my friends let's learn to wrestle and when we don't win let's at least learn something so that the next time we have to wrestle, we will. And may the words of my mouth and meditations of our hearts be acceptable in his sight, who is our rock and our redeemer. Shabbat Shalom.